Hello, and welcome back to My Magic. I know I've taken a lot of time off lately, and that had to do a lot with me figuring out exactly what I wanted to talk about. During that hiatus, I had the opportunity to go to some conferences in Chicago and Omaha, all these great places. And something that came to mind was that I needed to have some sort of statement of purpose. And as I prepared for this leadership program, I decided to write it all out. And I'm going to share that with you guys today. So the decisions that I make each and every day from the time I wake up until the time I close my eyes are what guide me. The big ask of what someone believes their purpose is can either make or break a person. What I mean is it will break a person down to their most absolute and pure core. It will determine what kind of person they are and desire to become. One major way I have defined my purpose is through figuring out which values mean the most to me and align with who I strive to be. My purpose is guided by four major core values that I constantly strive to have. Courage, wisdom, resilience, and honesty. As I reflect on my purpose, I believe leadership has always been a foundation in my spirit. However, I tried to ignore it because I prefer to live out of the spotlight. With age, I have reasoned my way out of big ideas because I had major imposter syndrome. I felt that the idea was good, but it should not have come from me. I felt unqualified to make judgments about the job I was doing each and every day. However, this confidence began to change when I started working in behavioral disorders, or BD, classrooms. I worked in Mesa Public Schools with a great team. We were brought together and strengthened through our experiences in the BD classroom. It was in this room when I needed resilience. Each day was a new opportunity to make this world a better place to be. But in our case, every 15 minutes was a new 15 minutes for students to learn from their mistakes and grow. It was an opportunity for adults to also reset and learn how we can adapt to the students' needs better. It was in this room where it was encouraged to have courage to admit when a strategy did not work and rework it with the team so students and adults could benefit in the classroom. The courage our team had to adapt to changes is what made each of us a great leader in the classroom. We were able to listen to one another and change our teaching strategies based on what was learned. As a team, we were able to courageously finish the school year with less amounts of behaviors compared to previous years. The next school year, my resilience was challenged. I was working in a new school with a lot more teachers. I worked with grades one through six, As I was in and out of classrooms, I worked close with English Language Development, or ELD, students, 
and teachers as the school's Specialized English Immersion Technician, or SEI Tech. The ELD program is much like an English language learner program offered in many other states. The goal of this program is to help students become proficient in English and pass the Arizona English Language Learner Assessment. And if that was a mouthful, you can call it the Azela. The Azela took place in March of each school year. It was my duty to help prepare students for this exam in small groups during my time in all classrooms. I would spend one hour in each class throughout the day. The work environment I worked in was not as harsh as the BD classroom. And the school was a lot closer to home. When working in this position, I was challenged by students each day, especially when new students would arrive from Mexico and were still required to take this exam. I had to be resilient in this time to work my way through my personal beliefs and still follow the system. I made adaptive changes in how I taught since there was no elementary curriculum to back it up. Instead, I focused on comprehension skills through questions and translations. This helps most students do a live translation during the exam and can better answer, answer the questions. This program truly helped me develop resilience in language development, not only for myself, but for the students as well, and we got to learn together. I spent the next couple years working as a substitute teacher in the Missouri school system where wisdom was necessary. I pulled all the stops of what I learned in my time in Mesa Public Schools in Arizona to help me in my time as a substitute teacher. Though I was not with the students on a daily basis, it taught me to plan ahead when possible with a reason for any rule placed. Many times, students would try to outwit me with teacher rules and expectations versus the school. I would love to say each and every child was honest in their works, but we know that's not always the case. Teachers have wisdom about their students and would leave helpful tips to me as I came into their space to guide their students. Word, word of mouth about how I handled each room went around the school. And before I knew it, I was being called in almost daily. One of the most important lessons I learned from this experience was being flexible on how you spend and absorb wisdom. Sometimes wisdom can be costly, therefore adding more responsibilities to you, and at many times for less pay. The amount of wisdom you gain can also ruin your previous experience or your outlook on the company you work within. Even after working so many years in education, I continue to learn and apply skills I was not expecting to implement. For example, announcing or narrating what you will do and are doing is an extremely important skill to have as an instructor. The main reason to mention this skill is because it requires honesty. Honesty is, an, is important in any role you take on in education. If I am to announce or narrate what I am doing for the observer, be it students, coworkers, or peers, then it is necessary to be honest in your doing and keep your word. It is important to allow the observers the opportunity to see you keeping flow 
and if you make a mistake, to announce the mistake for immediate responsibility. The reason this is a staple in my teaching and persona when it comes to instructing is because your audience will notice your immediate action to take that responsibility and correct it with them. It gives them a sign of humanity and that you, in fact, kept your honesty priority above being correct. With honesty in mind, I just want to take this moment to announce that I do not attempt to claim an infinite amount of knowledge, but am continuing to also learn in this process to help as many people as I can. And I know that a statement of purpose serves no other purpose than to allow yourself to know you a little better. With this in mind, I know that I am capable of making the leadership calls necessary to make adaptive change and impact others. I know I have a lot of learning and experience to offer in this journey of self-improvement. I know we suffer a lot as educators and as people. But the most important part of brewing an educator or a successful person is to reflect upon the mistakes or successes you make along the way. Reflection serves not only to help people, but it creates leaders. And the most important values that I hold close to me as I continue my journey will be courage, resilience, wisdom, and honesty. So that is all for today. I really appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to this. And I really hope that maybe you decide on some values of your own. I recommend choosing about four values that you want to focus on and make them everything you look at, everything you strive to be. When you do that, you won't be disappointed. You will always find a reason to smile, to laugh, to be ready to take on the world. And with that, I leave you. Much love.